Hey everyone, welcome to the Creator Hub. My name is Lloyd and every single week we share content to help you level up on your journey as a creator. Today we've got an exciting episode. I'm gonna be telling you why and when you should be blocking people. But before I do that, I just wanna take a step back and give you an update about what's been happening in my life. It feels like forever since we've spoken or at least since I've done a one-on-one episode. And so I wanna use this as an opportunity to share some exciting content that I created, but also just to give you an update about where I am in life and what's happening. Firstly, you may notice that you're gonna hear some background sounds and that is because I'm recording this podcast episode at 9 p.m. and I live downtown LA, so there is never a shortage of noise. In fact, every single weekend from like Friday to Sunday, all I hear is concerts because across the street from me, there's like a music venue and there's a club across the street on the rooftop. So it's just like loud all the time. And so if you hear some background noises, that's what that is. I appreciate you bearing with me. On that note, I will give you an update about just how LA has been so far. It's been amazing and just really, really challenging. I kind of forgot just what it was like to move to a different city. And it's like sometimes when you move, you end up getting settled and you end up finding your footing and you forget just how difficult it is when you first move somewhere, like finding your stuff, your barber, your everything is also just so expensive when you first move because you have to get furniture. So it's been a bit hectic being here, but I'm at the stage where I'm starting to embrace the fact that I'm here and it still doesn't honestly, it doesn't feel real to me just yet. Sometimes I'll just be doing something random and it'll hit me that like, oh my gosh, you live in LA, like you're in LA. And those moments are just, you know, they're a good reminder that my life is amazing and God is great. And so LA has been awesome. It's been uh, a bit challenging just with like work and just feeling busy and overwhelmed. But overall, I'm so happy that I'm in LA and I'm just ready to start taking advantage of the fact that I'm here. You also may notice that Ashley isn't here. And that is because shortly after moving here, Ashley decided that she was gonna open up a spa in Beverly Hills, which she did. And I'm just so, 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 so proud uh, and and excited for her. This has been like a long time dream of hers. Um, And some of you may or may not know this, but by trait, she's an esthetician and she also has her permanent makeup license. And so she decided to open up a spa in Beverly Hills. And so that has just been taking so much of her time. And so we just haven't had time to record together, but. I do share all of my podcast episodes with her, so that does still make me feel better. Like I ask her to listen to every single one of them and I download it on her cell phone just so that I can get an extra download. So she is still very much part of the team and whenever she gets time, she's gonna join us. But I did wanna just share why she hasn't been on some of the episodes. She's just been so busy. I barely even see her myself, honestly, but I am very happy for her and just very excited for her. She does have a new Instagram up for her business page. So if you want to support her, that would really mean the world to us. I will drop it in the show notes and you can do that there. The last thing I want to say before we dive into today's episode is just that I have been pivoting to a bi-weekly podcast release cadence, which means before this, I was releasing episodes on a weekly basis. In the future, I'm exploring what it might look like to release episodes every other week or twice a month. This will allow me to create higher quality episodes so that I can continue to create great content for you. I can't tell you how much it means to me that you all listen to my content and support me and some of you even message me. And whenever you do that, that just makes my day. So I just really appreciate it and I'm so grateful for you. 
I don't want this to just feel like a one-way relationship where all you do is listen to me, but I don't know who you are or you don't know who I am. If we've never spoken, or even if we have spoken, you can always shoot me a text at 404-549-6724. Just say, what's good? That number again is 404-549-6724. I would love to hear from you. This gives me an opportunity just to connect and message you back. You can also send me your podcast episodes if you want me to check out some of your content too. I want this to feel like a community and part of that is giving us the opportunity to connect and collaborate and chat instead of the only point that we have to connect being this podcast episode. So feel free to reach out if you wanna connect, but if you don't too, that's okay. I'm cool with that too. Anyway, we've got an exciting episode today. I'm so happy to dive in. The content I'm about to share with you, lots of people heard and have been reaching out to me. So in just a moment, we'll dive in. I genuinely believe that growing a new podcast without social media is almost impossible. Platforms like Instagram and TikTok have the power to showcase our content to new audiences. The only challenge is that creating engaging social content takes up a lot of time. But here's a game changer. Riverside, the virtual recording podcast platform, has introduced Magic Clips, powered by AI. This incredible tool automatically creates social clips from your podcast making content creation effortless. I was amazed when I logged in to check how long it would take to create the clips, only to find out that they were already created when I logged in. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Check out the link in the show notes to discover this new feature and get an exclusive 15% off. Riverside is redefining podcasting, one clip at a time. Join the podcast revolution today. Hey, there's a podcast I think you would love, and it's called Thank You for Saying No. This podcast is about finding meaning in life's unexpected turns. The conversations on the podcast are about finding ways to be thankful when we're told no. The goal of this podcast is to inspire you when you're told no, or when things don't go according to plan, to remind you that things will still work out, potentially even better than you could have imagined. You can listen wherever you stream podcasts or watch on YouTube. The name of the podcast is Thank You for Saying No. As creators that heavily rely on social media, we're constantly talking about who we should be following or what information we should know, but we never really talk about who we should be blocking, who we should not be following. And that's kind of what I want to talk about today. A lot of the content that you're going to hear in this podcast episode was featured in my newsletter. So if you read that newsletter, you'll probably already be privy as to what I'm going to talk about. Now, I wouldn't normally tell you to block people, but I will be honest in telling you that there are a few instances where blocking people has been net positive to me, meaning that my life improved and got better when I blocked people. And so in this episode, I want to share a few instances when blocking people could do wonders for your professional career and self-care. Number one, you are a faker. Now, there's nothing wrong with being a faker. I was one too. In fact, that's when I first discovered this point. Two years ago, I knew I wanted to start creating content online. 
And so naturally, I started following people that taught people how to create content online. I had about three or four different people whose content I was consuming back to back, but my number one go-to was a guy named Gary V. Now you may have heard Gary V. A lot of his content is very motivational, it's very inspirational, it's upbeat, it's very optimistic. He's known for just telling people to start and to just do it. And so I had my little roster of people that I would watch and listen to. And my goal in listening to all of these people was that eventually I would get all the information I needed to become a content creator. Now, I'm one of those people that is like obsessive about stuff. Like if I'm going to do something, I go a bit overboard with it. And so with my content that I was consuming to learn how to be a creator, I was literally consuming this content in the morning, during my lunch break, in the evenings, and even when I was like going to bed, I'd be falling asleep to this content. That's just like how much I thought I wanted to become a content creator. But something strange happened one day when I was watching a Gary Vee video, and he started the video by saying, if you wanna be a creator, stop watching this video right now, like shut your laptop down and go record a video right now. And that's when it hit me. I had no actual desire to become a content creator at that time. I was a faker. I just liked the idea of creating content. I liked the idea and thought of saying, oh, I'm a content creator. In fact, I liked watching these videos and thinking about the fact that one day I'll be a creator more than I actually wanted to be a creator. And so I ended up telling myself that, you know what, if I'm really gonna create content, if I'm actually gonna press record and publish content, there is no better time to do it than now. And so I decided that day that I needed to do something dramatic, which is never a great idea, but in this instance, it served me well. I told myself that I was gonna block every single person whose content I was consuming at the time, and I could unblock them when I had posted 25 TikTok videos. And so since that day, I blocked those people, and like I think the next day or two, I had started creating content. And so for me, that was one example where blogging people, uh, in this case, the people whose content I was consuming and the people who were teaching me, blocking their content empowered me to create my own content. It was net positive. This was like a great thing. And so I think often when we think about blocking people, it has a negative connotation, right? And so I'd like to frame this conversation today from the perspective that I think blocking people could be very positive and helpful for a lot of people. Some of you use the people whose content you watch as crutches, meaning that watching their content doesn't help you. It's not pushing you towards your goals. And so what I'd like to encourage you is to just think about who those people are and which one of them you may need to block so that you can actually pursue this dream to become a content creator. And that just happened to be my example. I wanted to create content, therefore that was like the scenario, but it may not be that for you. Maybe it is another thing that people consume late night is like, I, I'm notorious for staying up late and then I'll watch a bunch of YouTube videos about how to start sleeping early, but I only will do that at like 2 or 3 a.m. And so for some of you, you may have people like that where it's like, hey, who do I need to block so that I can actually pursue my goals instead of pursuing the idea of my goals? The second type of people you might want to block are people that you compare yourself to. Now, I'll be honest, sometimes I can be insecure. Now, I've gotten a lot better, but at the very start of my creator journey, 
I'd get insecure very, very fast. Say I saw another creator in my niche, or say I saw a creator that was bigger than me, or maybe even a creator that was doing something that I eventually wanted to do. I didn't have the creative maturity at the time to realize that, oh, if they are seeing success with this thing, then that just further validates that there's space for me too. Instead, I felt threatened or I felt insecure, and that made it harder for me to publish content. And so I'll be honest with you. I'm not saying that this is like the best approach in solving this problem or even the approach that you should take. But what I just did was simply just block them. So anytime I saw content, if that specific piece of content made me feel a certain type of way or maybe made me feel like, man, I could never create a video that looks that high quality, instantly block immediately. And so again, I don't know that that is like the best way to do it, but that is what I needed. And I've come to realize now that most of being a creator is just essentially feeling like you have blinders on so that you can create your art. You don't need to be heavily influenced by a lot of external forces. And I know that there may be times where external forces, external ideas could be helpful. Like there's a book called Steal Like an Artist that's really good and that talks about how we all sort of like borrow creativity from one another. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about cutting off things that make you less likely to go towards your goal. Um, and so if there are people out there, um, I thought this was actually odd, right? This idea of block other creators in your niche or people that do what you do. I thought I was the only one that did this, but I recently had lunch with a few other friends in the podcast space, and these are like bigger creators than me. And one of the uh, the guys was talking and he was like, yeah, I blocked so-and-so. And he goes on to like tell us why he blocked that person. And he essentially just says everything I just said. He's like, yeah, I, I blocked so-and-so just because, you know, I wanna make sure that like my idea is always fresh and my own. And sometimes if I see something that another creator is doing, it could kind of sway me to do more of that or to say, oh, I don't wanna do that. Uh, and so in trying to be original, either way, you're being swayed by that person. And so he was saying like, yeah, I blocked them for a time or I'll mute them or whatever. Um, and so for me, I went from feeling like I couldn't create content or I couldn't compete or that I'd never be able to create content that was really good to instantly feeling like I was in my own world. Like eventually I forgot about those creators completely. Like that wasn't even something that crossed my mind, but because I was seeing their content so frequently on my feed, I went from feeling like I can't compete to feeling like I have no one to compete with. As I think about a contrary opinion or what some people may try and like argue this point with, I think some people would say that like, well, that doesn't solve the initial problem, which is that you are insecure about something that you need to deal with internally, which I do agree with. But with content, you just need to do it long enough to start believing in yourself. And that's kind of what I think happened for me. And I don't know that this is like the right perspective for everyone, but like as I started to create content more, the thing that was gonna make me believe in myself more was publishing more videos, but I wasn't publishing enough videos because I didn't believe in myself. And so at the very beginning, you just need to remove as many distractions as you can so that you can publish content as often and as frequently as humanly possible so that you can get better and get more confident and so I want you to be so passionate about releasing content, so ferociously passionate that you're willing to do whatever it takes to create the content. 
And sometimes that means blocking your favorite creators. Sometimes that means blocking people that are going to make it difficult for you to publish content. That, that's all I want. I want you to publish content on a regular basis and it'll change your life. And so that is the second point. Just block people that you compare yourself to, especially if it hinders your ability to be consistent or to start or to continue to publish content. Oh my gosh, Whew, that was a mouthful, but important. And I'm glad I got that off my chest. Now, if you're here, number one, I just want to say thank you for hanging out with me until almost the end of the episode. The third, I think, is the most difficult. The third is you want to block people that make you feel small. And this is probably like the hardest group of people to block because these are often your friends or your family. Now, when we become creators, sometimes the people that have followed us from before our creator journey, like our friends, our family, our high school people, uh, people we've worked with in the past, um, they're not always supportive of our new creator journey. In fact, sometimes you may hear passive aggressive comments, things like, why are you posting that? Or why do you talk about that? Or you post too much content. And sometimes it can be hard to know when you should block someone. In fact, I recently blocked someone and the moment I hit the button, I instantly felt a weight lifted off my shoulders. You know, sometimes I'm in such like people pleaser mode that I forget like this is my social media account. I can do whatever I want. And you know, if people don't like that, sometimes I help them out by just blocking them. And so I think that like this group of people is super, super hard to block because you also want their support, right? Like you want your family and friends to support you. Um, but sometimes that isn't going to happen. And at least not at the very beginning. And so blocking these people or creating a separate account could be exactly what you need to feel like you can be yourself on your social media accounts, especially as a creator. Like we are out of all the groups of people, we need to feel empowered to show up as ourselves on our social media platforms. And sometimes that is hard to do when people are sharing passive aggressive comments with you. And so the third group of people you should consider blocking are people that make you feel small. Okay. I'm getting tired of talking now, and so I need to wrap this up. I just want to wrap up by saying I hope you take a moment to think about who you need to block so that you can get one step closer to your goals. Life is just too short to not be pursuing the things you want to pursue because of other people. Blocking people is one way to deal with that. It's certainly not the only way, but it's the way that worked for me. If something else works for you, definitely let me know in the comments. If you're on Spotify, you can obviously fill out the poll. Uh, again, thank you so much for listening. I really, really, really appreciate it. It makes my day that you listen to my content. Please leave me a review on Apple or Spotify. It just gives me feedback off what I'm doing well, what you love about the show and how I can improve. It would mean the world to me. Have an awesome week. Oh, and if you're still here, I love you. Peace.